right, welcome to The Edge. Jay Tilson, hey, usually when we do these shows post RSA, we're both in the same room. What the heck happened? <laughs> it's just too busy, man. I mean, it was great to see you. It was great to spend some time with you, but then off you, you went off and left me and went to Vegas to lie by the pool. Well, you know, the NFL draft <laughs> is uh, happening right now. Um, the madness that was RSA. Uh, I needed some recovery time, so uh, I went to Vegas. I think I've probably, I looked at my, um, I have a Fitbit and I looked at it the other day and I'd, I'd averaged like 10 miles every day, um, which is incredible given the hotel we were in was relatively close to Moscone, but it was just backwards and forwards around, off to speak with analysts, all kinds of stuff. So lots of steps. My, my legs definitely are going to take a few days to recover, um, but it was incredible and it was great to see you again. So. Yeah, and likewise, it was um, it was super fun, and uh, it, in a sense, it was kind of like homecoming. You know, you're walking the halls, and you're like, "Hey, I haven't seen you in three years," or uh, a chance meeting, you know, with somebody you've only met on um, on video on Zoom, and you're like, "Hey, you you're a little taller than I than I thought." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and getting to know the person, you know, as 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 we should as humans. Uh, in the flesh and, and bones, and and uh, damn, it was amazing. It was just absolutely amazing. Um, lots of great memories, uh, lots of great experiences, and um, you know the show was great. A lot of the topics, um, you know, definitely we need to have these conversations. Uh, Technology-wise, uh, AI, zero trust were everywhere, everywhere on the floor. It seemed like every vendor had some magical fairy dust AI sprinkled into their product. And it's somehow they were, you know, talking about a zero trust angle. Um, so it, it was a good show. Yeah, I mean, I think certainly one of the highlights for me, other than seeing you, because it's funnily enough, I've had so many people during the show here ask me how many years I've known you, like how far do we go back? And I'm like, actually, I've only known John just over a year. And this is only the third time we've actually met. And nobody really believes that. Um, but it was great to to bump into people that we, we've we've talked to, we, we've had on the show, we've had on the edge. It feels like, and it's a very weird feeling to actually bump into someone, put your arm around someone when this is the first time you've actually met. Because it feels like I've I've made some amazing friendships. I've had people that have advised us, that have come on as guests, that have advised me personally, that have reached out and helped. And have become actually, I think, really, really good friends, friends for life. This is the first time I've actually met them. And you said yourself um, just now that you don't always know quite their stature. They are they either maybe mm -hmm. a little bit smaller than you've expected, or in in some cases significantly bigger than I expected. So I took some photos next to people, and and my girlfriend said to me when I sent her some photos, Jay, you really need to stand on a box next to some of these people, and it just it just made me laugh. I'm like, great, thank you. But it that that for me was definitely one of the highlights. I think, yes, you say there's a lot of AI. There was a lot of zero trust. There was actually some zero trust AI blends, which was even more confusing. Um, but having spoken to some um, some prospects here and, and and some analysts, the show's too big. I mean, it, it's we we were talking about how you kind of strategize when you come to a show of this size, and obviously we've both been on the customer side. And what I used to do was, what projects have I got on? Who fits in in with those projects? What vendors fit in and target those vendors? 
and then go away, think about it over a beer in the evening or a steak or a burger, whatever your preference is, and then go back and ask more questions. And that's the positive thing of having a several day show. And also some vendors will drop things in that you learn to go and ask the other vendors about. So you have that opportunity, but it was carnage. I mean, it was crossing the street, um, trying to find somewhere to eat for lunch or breakfast or dinner was incredible. You had to go several miles out of the, like the main area and, and trying to get from booth to booth and trying to get from like meeting to meeting was incredibly difficult because it, there were thousands of people. And I heard that 53,000 people registered for this year compared to, I think, 20 something last year. So it can't continue to grow. Right. And I know you've got some thoughts on that. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, to your point, when I first attended RSA, I, I think it was in 2016 or 2017. Um, it was the first time I wouldn't, I've, I've been to a lot of the other conferences, VMware, um, Cisco Live, those are big, big shows. RSA, uh, you know, took the cake. Uh, I think at the time I attended, it was maybe 40,000. And just trying to get from a session to another session, uh, you, you'd plan out your day, just like you would do at Cisco Live. You're like, okay, I'm going to go to this one, this one, this one, this one. And you, you, you've got time in between to make it between two different uh, venues. And um, when I first attended RSA, I was like, all right, so I'm going to do the same thing. Bang, 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 bang. Have a, <laughs> a, an agenda. And it just didn't work out because the time that I needed to, to go between one session to another and then the dealing with the lines it was like I had to put in like hour, two hour breaks. So, you know, uh, if I had to, 10 sessions lined up, I only made it to three. Um, mm -hmm. Last year, you know, it was normal. It was kind of like a, a Cisco Live. You could go from session to session. This year we're back. And, and there, I think there was even more people this year than there's been in the past. Uh, everybody was hungry to get back, see people, uh, learn about new technologies. But um, all of that said, as much as I love RSA, I love diving into new technologies, learning about new things, seeing new techniques, new approaches. Um, I'm of the mindset that security is broken. It's fundamentally broken. And when we you know, roll out there that AI is our savior, uh, that zero trust as a product, as a marketing product is our savior, I think, and, and, and as a product approach, I think that's wrong. We gotta get back to the fundamentals. Um, AI isn't a savior. It, 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 it's it, and and I I saw this at your 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 conference. You, you went to the unconference, which is off uh, off the main drag there, uh, and you had to go through <laughs> an old building and up the stairs. And it was you know I was like, oh, I, are we going to get mugged here? Uh, but um, it was like minded people, you know, talking about zero trust in the way it should be talked to in terms of strategy. Um, so you know. Uh, Adding another thing, uh, we ran into Josh Copeland, who's a CISO at at and He's been on the show, friend of the show, got a selfie, and he asked me to record an uh, unpopular opinion. I didn't have time, much like in anything in RSA. I was running between meetings, but um, here it is. Uh, we've got to get to the point where we need to clear out one of those halls. Uh, and, and if we can do that in four or five years, and it's only like, say, the South Hall and the, and the North Hall is empty, um, that tells me that we are getting success in this battle against uh, cyber and cyber attacks. Um, we've got to get to that point and we've got to get real about zero trust as a strategy and stop looking for silver bullets. Um, that's where we need to go. And uh, I hope we can do that. I hope 
we can uh, be real about the challenge and move forward. Um, the other one thing I'm going to throw in there is there's a long running uh, LinkedIn post right now uh, with a cute puppy. I mean, this puppy is amazing. And uh, the gist of the post is that vendors are, you know, trying to convince uh, CISOs, CIOs, leadership people that um, their product is this puppy and they need to buy this puppy. And if you don't buy the puppy, the puppy is going to be, um, it, it needs a home essentially. Um, my thinking is, is that's the wrong approach. You know, we look at our applications and we treat them as puppies. We need to move on to treating them as cattle. We need to get to, you know, transforming our applications, making them ephemeral, um, moving on to container-based uh, microservices, serverless, all these new technologies that we're, we should be building uh, our applications based on in the cloud or even on-prem, and moving away from treating our applications as pets. When, when they're pets, they require care and feeding. They're very expensive. I love my dog. He's amazing. I will do anything for him, but I don't want that as my application. If I have an application, I want it to be, from a security perspective, uh, easily destroyed and easily upgraded, constantly changing. Um, I don't want that dwell time within my data center or in my cloud instance, because um, that's the real problem these days. So there's my Jerry Maguire take on uh, RSA. I think it's worth throwing out there that um, we, we obviously met with a bunch of other kind of field CTOs. And, and before we get into that, I, I've been asked, more more than I can count this week, what is the role of a field CTO? I've been asked by analysts. I've been asked on the, on the floor. We had people come over to the booth. People ask me, what does that mean? And for me, it's like trusted advisor. It's it's being that person that the customer can can get an honest answer from. And um, we we met up with a bunch of other people who, who do similar roles to us in, in the same industry. And we all felt the same. And we talked quite a lot. It was, it, I mean, that was one of my highlights, and I think it was one of your highlights. Um, but it was amazing to hear from the same type of people doing the same kind of role that everyone's feeling the same. And, and it's, if we're all feeling the same, then why isn't it changing? Um, I, I, and I think our whole approach to strategy, not to security, sorry, has been, it came after. We came after the tech. We needed to make our companies more efficient, our businesses more efficient. Technology came along to, to, to do that. And then we always bolted on security after. It was always an afterthought. And in some cases, in a lot of cases, in fact, it's seen as a blocker. I mean, I've certainly had in my time conversations with, with users, conversations with senior management when they're like, do we really need to do this? It's going to slow the business down and the users are going to complain. And that was true. It, it was a blocker in many cases, but that, that makes me think that we need to communicate the reasons more. And that's kind of what we do in the trusted advisory role is we help people, our, our, our old peers, when we were in those jobs, we help them and arm them with the information to be able to go back and explain the why. Why, are, why is the business doing this? And therefore, we can explain to the users why we're doing it. Because if you can bring people on the journey with you, they're not going to fight against you. Um, but I mean, that was a great night, right? I, I, we really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, that was great. It was a chance encounter. 
we uh, we jointly sent out an email to several of our peers in the industry that are you know essentially doing the same thing we're doing um, at other companies. I'm not going to name them. Uh, they know who they are, and uh, it, it was a, it was a great encounter. Uh, it started off as yeah, yeah, I'll show up. I'll show up for you know thirty minutes, fifteen minutes, shake a hand, have a have a beverage uh, at a at a bar, and uh, oh my gosh, uh, we shut the place down, uh, and we just sat there and talked to people. We debated, we had conversations, we commiserated, uh, and um, man, that was that was amazing. Everyone. Uh, you know, all of our peers in this space, we have the same objective. We just want to help people. Um, we, we have deep empathy for what they're going through. And, um, you know, jointly, we all agreed that, you know, we want to be the tide that raises all the boats, whether you, you know, buy from vendor A, B, or C, or Z, or whatever it is. Um, we just want to help people and, uh, you know, help them on their journey, uh, provide them with uh, our perspectives, our backgrounds, what we've heard what the successes that we've seen, um, the pitfalls uh, that we've dropped into, the scars that we have on our bodies, and we can show them, uh, you know, this is this is what happened to me and this is how it scarred me. Uh, I, I don't want you to, to go through that. Um, it's, it's about helping people. Um, yeah, that night was amazing. Uh, it started off, uh, you know, everyone was like, oh, I'm not so sure. And, uh, you know, hours and drinks later, uh, the, the bar shuts down and like, dude, you got to go home. And we just wanted it to continue. So uh, I, I think we all agreed that uh, the next opportunity that we're all together or a set of us are all together. Uh, we're going to do this again. Great, great yeah, people I mean, in this industry. So, so outside of that night, what, what would be your highlight over the last week? It's, it's hard to say. It's just meeting people. Um, I hadn't seen a lot of the, the, the people that matter to me. Uh, that have meaning um, that we have history uh, for three years. It COVID just shut it down. Uh, we needed to celebrate our successes. Uh, we needed to talk about our failures. We needed to see people one to one and and as as a person and sit down and just have a conversation. Uh, just all the people that I ran into, and even if it was just for two three minutes, uh, to say hi, give a hug, um, shake a hand, maybe take a selfie. Uh, it was amazing. You know, I got to see Pat Gelbreth, who I hadn't seen in years. Uh, we, we had a really nice conversation. I know, you know, you met a lot of other people. Um, there are just so many great people in this industry. And um, that's, that's what kind of gives me hope down the road that, you know, we're going to solve some of these problems and make the world a better place. Uh, but we just got to get out of, you know, silver bullet technologies like AI and zero trust as a product. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I think my highlight was was reconnecting with people I hadn't seen for a while, and also meeting people that, like I said, have been on a, as a guest that I'd never met, putting my arm around people, getting a selfie. I definitely found as I was walking a, a, across the floor, people would stop me, we'd have a quick chat, and, and that made me miss a couple of kind of sessions I was going to, but that's that was powerful. I mean, that was great to to be able to have those conversations and to be able to actually thank people or be thanked. Um, I, I had a person um, stop me that that I had never met, and and they'd listened to the show, and they they thanked me and thanked us for some of the things we talked about on the show from a kind of mental health perspective, 
and and it this person said it helped them get back on their feet uh, and they were at the show and they they were just saying that they'd just been offered a role um which was that has to be my highlight of the show outside of anything else to have somebody that I'd never met. I didn't know, listened, come up and, and say, look, I really want to thank you and John for having people on and talking about some of the difficult stuff outside of the technology, but talking about the kind of the difficult stuff that enabled me to feel more motivated and to reach out and, and within that circle of kind of friendship to be able to secure a job. And that was amazing. And, and for me, that says everything about the cybersecurity community. Um, to to be able to to make the friends, make relationships. Because as much as I'm a geek, as much as I absolutely love technology, and I, and I know you do as well, it's not the silver bullet. And my my faith that because everyone has the right, well, not the right mindset, but the same mindset, that I hope we do pivot, and I hope we do make the future brighter. Um, and I know that's a bit deep, but that that really did highlight to me the value in what everyone is doing. Yeah, I think you summed it up. Um, RSA was homecoming. That's what it yes. was. RSA 2023. It was like homecoming. It's amazing. Absolutely. All right, man. Safe travels back to the UK. Um, I'm getting on a plane here in a little bit and heading back to Portland. And then I've got a quick turn and I'm not going to reveal where I'm going, but uh, follow me on and Jay as well on uh, all the social media uh, we've got some exciting, exciting stuff coming up in May. It's, uh, it's going to be amazing. And I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this discussion, please give The Edge a like and a follow on your favorite podcast service. And also connect with the SMC Forum on LinkedIn. Get all the latest updates and news on the phenom known as the Security Service Edge.